Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and I am the co-host of Radio Rotary, which you are listening to. I'm flying solo. Jonah Trebowasser is not feeling well today. So here I am. Welcome back to another edition where each week we chat with our neighbors and our friends about very interesting things happening in the community and around the world. And today I'm joined by fellow Rotarian Heather Malcolm, who is the district chair, District 7210, uh, for our group study program. And she's in, we are in the same club. Yes, we are. We are in the Mil- Mil- let's shameless plug, Heather. Millbrook Rotary. <laughs> the Millbrook the, Rotary Club. <laughs> the club to be in. It is, because they, they were the ones that birthed this whole uh, idea of Radio Rotary, where we help Maring spread the news about Rotary International, um, as well as other humanitarian efforts that are going um, on in our own backyards. Um, and group study, group study, um, the exchange program that you chair up for our district is um, is a global effort, really. Yes, it happens in just about every Rotary district around the world. Um, they can apply for funds from Rotary Foundation, and then they do an exchange between two countries. So this year we're going to exchange with Taiwan, and last year was India. And we... Um, uh, have really enjoyed the well. Let Let's start at Jump Jump Street. You, where Where do these people come from? They're local community citizens. They're non Rotarians. They're between the ages of, ages of twenty five and forty. They need to live within their Rotary district. So with us, they need to live within the eight counties in our district, and they need to be employed at least two years in some profession, some type of profession, some type of profession. And the the idea is is for a professional in a certain line of work, let's call it uh, an educator, yep. is going to, last year, went, they went to India. And there was an Indian team that came here. Correct. And they go around to, what, what do they do when they're here? How long are they here? So they're here for between four and six weeks. So the Indian team was here for five weeks last year. And they travel. They stay in Rotarians' homes while they're here. And Rotarians feed them. They kind of wine and dine them. And they take them out into their backyard. Yeah, it's quite the life, I'll tell you I that. know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's quite fun. You get to see all the, the local culture. You get to see the local restaurants. You get to see what's in the backyard, which you wouldn't normally see while you're just traveling on vacation. It's through the eyes of actually integrating into the society Correct. or into, into the area. But they also, more important, most importantly, they go to their they, – they, they visit their counterpart. So right. I, last year we had um, with the, on the Indian team, as I recall, there was a woman who was a doctor, I think, but she also had radio background. She did a radio yes. show in India. Kanishka. Kanishka. So she went around to a couple of the radio stations. She yeah. had a lot of fun. She, I, um, and she of course went, she wanted to talk about her radio stuff yes. more than anything else. Because she, did, she <laughs> highlighted the college life back home. And she did the college and hip hop scene, and mm-hmm. so she was. And it, she was funny because she popular seemed, culture. Yeah, she seemed very, um, very proper, and she was very respectful. But you got her talking about Rotary, and you saw her light go on, and she just really enjoyed herself. She and did. She, and it was a That's, highlight of her trip. She taught me about um, Bollywood. Is it the the, the pop almost disco esque <laughs> dancing? That's the first time I'd ever learned or heard about it. I. I I was, I'm fascinated by it, by so the way. So now have you seen the movies? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> of course. Now, now it's a whole thing. Can I just tell you, I have a friend in New York that's taking Bollywood classes. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know how um, aerobic classes, whatever the class du jour has been popular, of you know, yoga, this or that, to go for exercise. There's Bollywood now. I didn't Did know, you know that. know that? No, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. 
else. It's apparently very good exercise. So you're going to have to start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> At our gym in Millbrook, where our Millbrook Rotary Club is, Heather. <laughs> now, you are a Rotarian. You mentioned two things. You can't be, you have to, there's some qualifications. Right. Okay. One of which is you are, you cannot currently be a Rotarian Correct. in order to, to apply for this because it needs to be an arm's length. Right. Neither can your parents or your grandparents. So be there's Rotarians. no affiliation. There's no affiliation with Rotary. Um, the closest affiliation could be that maybe they presented at a Rotary club. Um, so this year, one of the team members, Josie Gray, who's the senior development officer at Beacon Institute, is she's gone to the Rotary Club in Beacon. She's gone to, I think, Fishkill Rotary Club, and she talks to them about the Beacon Institute. So mm-hmm. that's how she found out about the program was through just by presenting at a Rotary Club. But, but she's not a Rotarian. She's not a Rotarian. Correct. Now, I'm going to uh, flip you in a little bit. You um, are a Rotarian now, but when you were not a Rotarian... I did the same trip and went to New Zealand. Yes, and that's how you found out more, a lot more about Rotary. It yes. brought it closer to your life, to your heart, really. You learn a lot about Rotary. While in New Zealand, I uh, traveled to close to 20 different Rotary clubs, and so I got to see what Rotary was doing in New Zealand and what their international projects were. Um, my team leader was able to set up some international projects to um, continue them. They were doing some water and th- clean water efforts in Thailand, and his club has been able to then expand and continue where they were leaving off. All right, so you open that door now. Um, what do you do? What do you, you're you're a scientist, basically? Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'm aquatic freshwater biologist. She's a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> See, there we go. I, I work on the Hudson River on a small little boat, and we collect zebra mussels. We monitor their population. We look at the freshwater clams that live in the river and in local streams. Um, We look at the macrophyte beds or SAV beds or what most people call is seaweed that grows in the river. She's a scientist. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Keep on going. We're listening. I'm listening. And so we, we monitor the freshwater population that goes on in the Hudson River and how everything interacts and how humans interact with it, how boats interact with it, how, you know, fish interact with zebra mussels, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. We're really big in seeing what the interaction is. There you go. Well, that, I'm sure that, there, that, that that's part of keeping the um, environment and the, and the river clean. Right. And, uh, clearly, and that that's what so you're, we, you're... We publish in peer-reviewed journals, and we work with the state very closely, and we give them our data, and we can see it working into uh, the different municipalities. So mm-hmm. Central Hudson's always interested to see what our, you know, zero muscle populations are for water intake into their, their different factories. Now, Heather Malcolm, who is the district chair of Rotary District 7210 of the Group Study Exchange Program, I'm sure you're not sending smoke signals out from the boat when you're in the middle of the Hudson River to uh, to the electric company. Where no, is your no. office? Our, <laughs> Where uh, are you uh, when we, you're not in Millbrook? Boat. Okay. <laughs> it's the Cary Institute for Ecosystem Studies in Millbrook, New York. All right. So you have a legitimate office. We have a legitimate office. It's a beautiful grounds, open to the public, about 2,000 acres. Um, there's a lot of people that come in and look at birds. They look at, they walk the trails. They look at the woods. Um, we have a lot of interactive signage to show people what we're doing, what our science is. Um, there's other groups that work on the ticks. 
Um, they look at global climate change. They w- look at acid rain. They look. So at there are several scientists. There's more than one or two scientists at the Cary y- yes. Institute. Okay. The, yes, there is. There's a lot. <laughs> and it is a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit. It is. And how did you end up there? Um, I was working on the Great Lakes and zebra mussels, and then came out here for a job and have stayed. And came about 12 years ago and haven't left because I love the Hudson Valley. There you go. How many people are on the – it's Taiwan we're to going go to, to Taiwan. this year. Uh-huh. How many people are on that team, Heather? There are four team members and one alternate member. So if anything happens, we will always have four team members going. And then we have one team leader who is the Rotarian who will be the liaison. So for the team members to help them explain what Rotary does and make sure that their stay is going well while they're in Taiwan. A- and the team member, the Rotarian team leader is? Jack Austin. From which He's area? from the Port Jervis Club. He's the district sec- secretary. Gotcha. Okay. And his alternate is Richard Catabiani from the Kingston Sunrise Club. So if we don't want anything to happen to Jack, but if anything happens, then Richard will step up and he's uh, training with the team. Richard will step up and go right on. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back with Radio Rotary and Heather Malcolm, who is the district chair of the Group Study Exchange Program, which is an international program um, under the guise of Rotary International. And we would not be here without the generous support of the Rotary District 7210 and the clubs of Arlington, Blooming Grove, Washingtonville, Carmel, Chestnut Ridge, Congers, Valley Cottage, Fiskill, Highland, Hyde Park, and Kingston. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in Motion. The Hyde Park Rotary Club will hold its final flea market and craft fair of the season at the Hyde Park Drive-In on Saturday, October 24th from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Enjoy lots of vendors and the fabulous Hyde Park Farmer's Market. Vendor space is still available, so for more information, call the Hyde Park Rotary Hotline at 845-876-5132. That's 845-876-5132, extension 500. Or visit us at www.hpnyrotary.org. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to Radio Rotary. You are listening to Radio Rotary's District 7210. Um, our show and our guest today is Heather Malcolm, who is a Rotarian, a fellow Rotarian, Millbrook Rotary Club she represents, and she is also the district chair of the Group Study Exchange Program. And for listeners who've just joined us, Heather, what is Group Study Exchange? The program is it's funded by Rotary Foundation, Rotary International Foundation, and what it is is to take four non-Rotarians from our district and send them to a different country. This year they'll be going to Taiwan, and while they're in Taiwan, they're going to be goodwill ambassadors of the Hudson Valley. They're going to exchange the culture of the Hudson Valley and make presentations while they're there, and they'll also learn the culture 
in Taiwan. They'll also take a minimum of five days of vocational exchange. So what happens is that they write a brief one-page biography of themselves, and we send it to Taiwan about three months in advance. And the Rotarians over in Taiwan utilize their connections that they have in businesses, and we'll set up vocational days for them. Um, so I did the same thing when I went to New Zealand. And being a freshwater ecologist, I was able to go into the Ministry of Environment and spend a day there, which would be the EPA here, and to see how they function. Um, I also looked at some education facilities that educate people on marine sciences, um, utilizing. Local fishermen and children, and how they're educating each other. Now, if um, how did you find out about, and where did you apply? If somebody wanted to 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 take advantage <clears throat> of a program like this, and what is the financial um, obligation? How is it? How do you get funded to do it? Where do you apply? And how did you do it? Okay, we're going to go with the first one. Let's go. Where do you apply? Yes. Um, so you actually would send me your application. You can go, and that is where you can go okay. online at rotary dot org, and they have a search box which is, is the Rotary International website. And so you can type in GSE or Group Study Exchange, and you'll see an application. And then you send for it. your area. Uh, it's a general application. It's the same it? application worldwide. Is it okay? Yes. And so you download that application, and then you email it to me. And you would email me at Malcolm H M A L C O M H at Institute dot org, and that's Carry with a C A R Y. And you have a committee, and we have a selection committee. So they fill out the application, and it's just it, you have to write one letter of like an essay of intent, like you would when you went to college. Gotcha. And so, why do you want to do this? And so, Rotary dot org provides all the information of what a wonderful overview of the. Um, Program, and then you write why you want to do it, and then the application goes to me, and they ask basic things like, you know, where do you work at, you know, where have you been living, to make sure that you fit the requirements that you live within the district or you work within your Rotary district, and that you've been working f- employed for at least two years in in your profession. In, in your profession, and how long generally th- are are you away? It's about a month. Yep, yep, four to six weeks. Um, we try and keep it to four weeks because it's difficult for many Americans to take off anything more than that. Occasionally, it might be extended just due to when planes land, um, depending on the country and how flights are. I mean, last year they went to India; they ended up having to. They had four days of travel, so their stay got extended to closer to five weeks, okay. just based on flights. And um, generally, how many how many exchange um, team members are there? There's four non-Rotarians that mm-hmm. go every year and one Rotarian who goes as the team leader. Okay. All right. And what now, w- last year we had the um, uh, Indians here, and we sent a team to India. Yes. And what happens when, when uh, language, how, how do you deal with language when you don't speak? I have to say we're very lucky that most countries speak English or some level of English. So when yes, they, but most it, Americans it, don't, don't speak. speak. <laughs> Fill in the blank. So when the team went to India, majority of the time, everyone spoke English, British. But they were very, and very generous that way. They I were very say. generous. But the team members did say sometimes they felt like they were speaking behind their backs when they would speak in either Hindi or Gujarat. But you kind of deal with it. Or if it's a country that does not speak English, Rotary does provide a subsidy so you can learn the language. 
So every effort is made uh, to yes. to make the to make the flow on every level as comfortable as possible. And they stay, you have host families. You stay in host families. Um, so you, you want to know about the finances. Yes. So yep. yeah. Rotary International pays for your flight yeah. to and from the country. You stay in Rotarians' homes and they feed you. Um, they feed and house you. So you could stay in upwards of maybe five or six different Rotarians' houses. So your month. room and board, that Your room and of- board is provided. Um, your airfare is provided. All of your activities and your transportation in the other country is provided. Um, the thing that's not provided is your health insurance or your clothing and all of your personal incidentals and gifts. And discretionary spending. Discretionary spending. That type of thing. And your income. Okay. So somehow you have to figure out either taking four weeks vacation or four weeks unpaid leave. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, which employers, once they understand what the program is, are encouraged applicants, which I find is great uh-huh. because the team members going to learn their vocation in another country. They learn how to cold talk to people. So someone that's, you know, in the ages of 25 to 40 and they're, they're just learning their prof- profession, they're giving presentations at a minimum of 15 presentations while they're in the country. And then they also meet with dignitaries of that country. So when they go to Taiwan, they'll be meeting Taiwanese dignitaries. And that's that's part of the whole point is the is the professional exchange. Right. What is the profile of most common profile for somebody who participates in a program like this? You you mentioned an age an age it, bracket. Is that usually the age bracket is predetermined so you can't be 24 and you can't be 41. Gotcha. So, okay. Somewhere in that 25 to 40 year range. Um, there's professions all across the board. I don't think there's a real profile. This year we have a senior development officer going. We have an instructor of GED courses going. Are Corey you allowed Spears. to announce the names? Have, have, yes, the okay. names have been announced. Okay. Um, so Josie Gray from Beacon, New York, the senior development officer of the Beacon Institute, is one team member. Corey Spears of Poughkeepsie, New York, he's a GED instructor for both students, um, those recently out of high school and also adults that have been out of high school for quite a while. And he also owns his own media production company in Poughkeepsie. Media production company? Media production company. Okay. <laughs> he records music and oh, produces very, I music. I was going to ask. It's got to yeah. be something attached to uh, broadcasting. Um, Heather Malcolm, district chair of the group study exchange for our Rotary District 7210, also a Rotarian of the Millbrook Rotary Club. Um, actually, I should say scientist Heather Malcolm. That, that's, that's how I'm going to address you. For, you okay. know that <laughs> from now on. How long have you been a Rotarian, Heather? Because you became one after your exchange experience. Correct. Yeah. I became a Rotarian in 2008. So we're just shy of two years. Mm, okay. I joined about January 2008. Yeah. Yep. And, and you're very active in the in Very the club. active. In, well, I try to be as active as I can in the club. Um, I mean, I go to the club meetings at least once a week, sometimes, you know, every other week, depending on how my work schedule goes. If you're in the middle of the Hudson on a boat, it, it's, it's a little tough to it's do. It's tough to get there. Yeah. I've convinced you guys to try and come see me, but the boat won't fit y'all. So. <laughs> you and Matt Anderson. Yeah. Another yeah, scientist. Another scientist. We have a couple of scientists in our club. There's a third one. I, well, anyway, we have at least two that I'm aware of in our Rotary Club. And we, our club is how many members, would you say? It's about... 37. 37, 40. Yeah. And there, yeah. there are clubs that are much bigger than ours, and they have no scientists. 
my old club had no scientists. Well, now you came to the better club, I didn't did. you? <laughs> yes, I club hopped. <laughs> you work at the Cary Institute. Correct. All right, and you live in the in the Hudson Valley. Um, how is the what's the financial obligation besides just um, for the for the district? They help they help underwrite the the program for the group study exchange. Correct. So yeah. part of your Rotary Foundation dollars um, goes to the project. For the flights and your district designated funds. Okay, so it's just fund. if somebody wanted to apply, it's not going to cost them a million dollars. No, to, for, to, for the to participate. To, that's what I'm trying to get across right. here. Yeah. No, I mean the average is a thousand or two thousand dollars. By the, I mean it's a month worth of your, your clothing and your incidentals and your travel and you want to buy gifts for your family and you, you should take gifts to those that you're staying with. I mean they are housing housing you in showing you around. So it's just a courtesy to give them some small token of the Hudson Valley to take with you. You travel. That's great, and you're an ambassador, as you said. That's my one of my favorite parts of it. All right, Heather. Um, Heather Malcolm, who became a Rotarian two years ago, and we just want to say if there's anybody listening out there who would like to be a Rotarian, because clearly I think um, it's safe to say there's some very interesting adventures going on. Not We're not just do-gooders. It's also interesting, fun, and you do make a difference. Um, you can go to our Rotary District website, um, Rotary District 7210. Uh, click on membership. You can click on anything. We have a very interactive website. Um, uh, you can obtain information about all types of programs, not the least of which we're speaking about today, the Group Study Exchange. And because of the generous support of District 7210, this show is on the air. We would like to thank our club partnerships of Kingston Sunrise, LaGrange, Millbrook, Newburgh, New Paltz, Pleasant Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. Thank you, Heather, for joining us. Thank you, Sarah. Red Hook Rotary invites you to their Citizen of the Year dinner honoring Ken Geek on Tuesday, October 27th at 6 p.m. at the Red Hook Firehouse. The cost is just $35 per person. Call Nikki Weaver at 845-756-5381. That's 756-5381. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Radio Rotary is brought to you by Beach Grove Technologies, providing natural dietary supplements for a healthier life. Beach Grove Technologies... Herbal supplements are uniquely designed to prevent premature aging, eye problems, and more. For weight loss, Beach Grove Technology is now featuring its latest natural product, Wild Ginseng. So take charge of your life with Beach Grove Technology's safe natural products. Visit bgtsupplements.com online or just call 800-861-4933. That's bgtsupplements.com or 1-800-861-4933.